You're listening to episode 43 of Daughters on Fire with Robin Arab and Melissa Burton. In today's episode, Robin and I are going to talk about decorating for the holidays. Yes, it's that time, and if you haven't already put up those holiday decorations, you might be on your way to doing so. So there's a lot to celebrate this time of year, but there's also a lot of stress this year in and of itself, so we're going to tackle what decorating while caregiving, decorating during COVID looks like, and maybe some tips to stay organized and stay clutter-free and hazard-free around those aging loved ones who maybe need some special considerations this time of year. So stay tuned. Are you stressed, burned out, and looking for answers as you care for an aging parent? If you are, this podcast is for you. Here you will receive actionable advice from seasoned professionals, validation and compassion for the incredibly tough job you are doing, and most importantly, supportive love from a community of like-minded warriors. You're not alone. Join this powerful community as we support you on your complicated journey and help you transform into an empowered and calmer caregiver. All right, welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Daughters on Fire. Right, Robin? Absolutely. This one's going to be a good one. Yes. So we are still tackling the holidays and COVID and what that looks like this year. And so we wanted to talk a little bit about decorating for the holidays. Because, you know, decorating usually brings a lot of stress because it's one more thing to do in the hustle and bustle. But this year, it's a little different. I think it's going to actually be a stress reliever for a lot of people because it's going to be something that feels very normal, something that feels nostalgic, and something they can still do that they're not restricted from doing. But when it comes to caregiving, holiday decorations and adding and clutter can have its own complications. So, ah, one more weird thing to navigate during this very interesting 2020. So, Robin, Jump in and tell us what are your thoughts about the holidays and decorating? Well, I think it's funny because I have this pet peeve of you don't turn your lights on until the day after Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Eve, and then you get them off January 2nd. It just drives me nuts. And so you don't even give yourself like at least a week into January. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> and definitely not Valentine's Day, right? Oh, oh heavens no. So. <laughs> I've been known to drive down the road and tell my husband, you need to stop here. I need to go in and talk to these people. Their tree is still up. But (laughs) um, so this year, I'm sure all of you have heard that they're saying it does make us happier. And it does. The lights are beautiful and and we do enjoy it. And it's different and it's a change of scenery. So a lot of people are decorating early. As a matter of fact, um, some of my friends and one of my neighbors decorated this weekend and they're turning the lights on. But um, and here's the question, Robin, does it annoy you or is it making you happy? Right now it annoys me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the holiday spirit is not that's seeping right. in a little earlier for you this year. What, Actually what it is, but um, we'll see. Anyhow, I do think it does make us happy, but at, to your point, it does add clutter and it may If you have someone with dementia, it may add some confusion, especially with the lights. If you have the lights blinking, things like that. Um, What is all this new stuff? Is this really my house? So you have to really be mindful about what you put out and, and how you put it out. And of course, you have the 
the cords that are dangerous and you bring the fire code people in and they say no extension cords and all of that. And of course we do it all because we want it to be the um, Griswold Christmas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So just really be mindful of those things. And I don't know if your loved one is able to join in as far as saying what you, what they want and what they don't want. I know towards the end, my mom would say, I'm going to put a wreath on the door so people outside can see I've decorated and that's it. I'm done. But my sister, who is who was queen of Christmas, would have nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she'd come in and like sprinkle Christmas joy all over the house? <laughs> yes. Yes. We would call her the glitter queen because glitter would be around until uh, February with her decorating. <laughs> That, yeah, that's awesome. The part, it's funny because usually around Christmas, there's a lot of rearranging. So that's another thing to take into consideration. You know, you have to move furniture around in order to make room for the Christmas tree. And where do you put that furniture? Well, usually it's in the same space. And so all of a sudden the space gets a lot tighter and harder to navigate around. So even I think you were mentioning kind of the confusion issues, but even on top of that, the mobility issues, you have somebody who is harder to get around and then a space gets a lot tighter with all of these Christmas decorations that come out. Um, And the knickknacks, I mean, they're cute, but they can be a hazard too, you know, on top of things, on top of countertops and um, just bookshelves and their or mantles they're everywhere and I mean I don't know about you but my upbringing was pretty fastidious around cleaning so if if you have your sweet mother in there trying to clean around all these knickknacks it's and we're not trying to be a Grinch here um, and poo-poo the decorations around Christmas we're just trying to be real and, and let you know think of it in that through that lens of um, the cleaning, the confined spaces, the extra cords, which Robin, you were saying in facilities, those man, they would not let you, they don't let you have anything fun, right? They'll come (laughs) in and be like, get rid of that. I remember freezing in the facility I worked with in my office and all I wanted was a little heater to keep me warm. Anytime a little heater made its way in there, boom, it was gone like within, (laughs) within days. So um, anyway, Yes, be mindful of the safety during this time, the confusion during this time, and the desire during this time. It could be that you're walking with your loved one through the earlier stages of this disease process, and they're just tired, like your mom was. They're just tired of having to do it all and the stress around it, and they may want to pare down. That's not where we are at different stages of our life and we don't understand that. So case in point, your sister would go in and and do it. And that may be what they want. Hey, I don't want to do it, but if you want to come in and decorate, have at it. But if they don't, they just want to put a reef up on the doorway. Hey, that's, that's them too. That's them honoring their holiday spirit or lack thereof. (laughs) Well, and I, I agree with that because I do think it, it feels like one more thing. And I think we all are so excited to put it up, but then it's time to take it down and that's not so fun. But you're right. And my sister would come in and my mom would say, no, I don't want anything. <clears throat> so 
we did get a Christmas tree that was smaller that could remain decorated. And we would just cover it with a garbage bag and put it in her basement and bring it back up the next year. So it was really simple. And at one time, I don't know where this came from, but it was the ugliest. It was a vine, a grapevine Christmas tree. Oh my gosh. So dead and ugly. Somehow that made its way upstairs too. I, I don't know, but it was, it was not festive at all. But anyhow, um, it is being mindful of what they want and making sure that even though we're ready to explode it, it makes us happy. It may not, it might make them sad. It might bring back memories and they're protecting themselves. So just, I would ask before you start doing anything and, and just as Melissa said, keep it on the simple side, the knickknacks and the uh, cookie containers. And th- that's something else you need to think about is everybody wants to give cookies and sweets and things like that at the holidays. And, they're all very well-meaning and typically it's people that are not as familiar with your loved one and you can look into, they don't may not know they're diabetic or this is restricted on their diets and things like that. So it's really being mindful of everything at the holidays for your loved ones and for a caregiver. Why add the stress if your loved one doesn't want it? Yes, indeed. Okay. For our listeners out there, you may not know this, but Robin, in addition to being a resource guru, is an organizational queen. (laughs) She has it down. So Robin, can you give us tips on how you organize around the holidays? Because I think that would be extremely helpful for caregivers if there's like a little tip that you might have around organizing. How do you do it? Well, one of the things I learned several years ago and is I would add my Christmas things on top of my normal everyday decorations. And somehow the light bulb went on and now I pack away things and then put the Christmas stuff in its place. So it's not extra cluttered. And I do take pictures at the end of each year to remember what I did last year because we don't always remember that. Mm-hmm. But I do try and keep the cords out of the way. I do when I put it all back together, I organize the Christmas trees me according to what is on that Christmas tree. So I have a red Christmas tree. I have a snowflake Christmas tree. So I do all of that and keep it organized and put it in different rooms. Now, I don't have anybody living here with me other than my husband. So we can decorate till our life's content. But... um it is the same thing in the kitchen. If you have Christmas plates that you want to use and they make you happy, put those out and put your other ones away. So it does keep that clutter out of the kitchen. So Robin, are you saying that you take like the Christmas plates, for example, you take the Christmas, the original plates down, you put them in the box where the Christmas plates that you just brought out were, and then you store them away and then you switch them up? I do. Ah, that's Yeah, that's so simple and obvious. And yet I hadn't thought of that. And the same thing with your decorations. You know, if you're decorating the living room, take those living room decorations, put it in the box of the stuff that you've decorated with. So it just kind of keeps it not as cluttery. It keeps it out of the way and you get to enjoy it. I mean, I have Christmas mugs. We love to drink cocoa and coffee out of our Christmas mugs. So I put my regular mugs away until after the season and it's fun to do that. So those little things and of course, making things more simple if you're preparing a meal and things like that, that it's okay to have prepared or 
pre-made, not pre-made, but the dried, the stovetop stuffing is what I'm trying to say. Things like that. Make those things simpler, but yet still enjoyable. Do you also have a, like a organization for storing your Christmas items? Well, I do keep them in my extra bedroom and they are in plastic, clear plastic tubs. And like then, in the closet? Yes. In, in an extra bedroom. And then it is labeled what it is, if it's extra lights and things so that if I'm not, if I'm only putting up one tree that already has lights on, I don't have to pull the lights out. So do I you know like what's what. clear? I the do. Clear like boxes. The clear. Does that help? Yes. It does, and you can sort of see what's in there and get a feel for it. And really, the taking the pictures, that's huge. That really helps at the end of the year when you come back and think, what did I do? And you know how, how now they bring out the decorations so early, and you see them, and you get excited, and you buy stuff, and then you think, oh my gosh, I already had something like this. I don't need mm. this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good, too. So I am one that I just stick with the same thing over and over and over and over again, which is great because it's like a well-oiled machine. I know exactly where it is, how it's stored, how I'm going to bring it out and how I'm going to pack it up. So keeping it the same keeps it simple for me. But I get what you're saying, all the new trends around the holiday and all the cute little stuff. I'm sure it's hard not to add to the decorations. So your decoration your wonderland winter wonderland probably changes year by year because i know you well enough to know you you like things (laughs) to have variety and change them up so one when you bring something new in do you take something out yes yes if it's not if it's something new that i've put in that spot i will i do keep a box especially when i'm loading back up of either things sort of like how you do your clothing if you haven't worn it in a year you take it off and donate it it's the same situation if i haven't used it i put it in a box and get rid of it so it it doesn't multiply and also you know the changing up I do like that. I do enjoy it. But there's some things that are still familiar and I will keep those out too. So you have your favorites. Yeah, kind of go back and forth, a balance. Right. So it's just absolutely what you want to do, but keep it clean, simple. And of course, it's always the time that, because I'm also a clean freak, to clean behind those areas that maybe you don't normally get to because you don't usually have a tree right there, things like Mm -hmm. that. And I do have an artificial tree. I I don't love a real tree because I don't like how when the needles dry, it sticks you in your socks when you're walking around. (laughs) (laughs) What about a pre-lit tree? I I was always a fan of how gorgeous the pre-lit trees were. But the problem with that is when the lights start going out, it feels like you have to get rid of the whole tree. Right. Right. That's exactly what my friend did this year. She had a beautiful tree and the lights started going out and now she's getting something new. Yeah, but these are these are modern day dilemmas, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> really, in the midst of COVID, what are we most worried about is whether our tree yeah. lights up or not. But, but you know, that, that's like nice that something kind of trivial can distract us from the. And I think that's the whole thing with the decorations. That something that seems simple and a frustration that seems trivial at least is a distraction from this really heavy season that we're going through right now. Well, and and I think too, 
in the explosion of it all, the thing that makes us, I think, most happy are the lights. So if it's just a matter of putting a tree up with lights on it, you don't have to deck the tree out. Mm-hmm. It's great in the evenings to dim the lights and just see the the tree lights on instead. I love that. And that's just as festive. I also think um, putting trees in areas that are unimaginative, maybe that you wouldn't typically do. So if your loved one spends the majority of their time in their bedroom, maybe put a small tree that's on a dresser or somewhere, not that she's in their way, but have that up there for them to enjoy the lights as well. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it may not make any difference, but something about those lights just get me. And and I think it does most people. So it is fun to look at that. And I plan to put one in my office and in the bedrooms and things like that. And back to your point of mixing things up, this year is the first year in this house. So that's always fun for me mm. to decorate a new house. And, and that's probably where I get caught up in buying the new things. And forgetting what I had because I think, oh, this would look great in this spot. So anyhow, I just, I say don't go broke, but absolutely enjoy it. Be careful of the hazards of it. And, you know, I don't know, Melissa, with the real trees, and I haven't had a real tree in years, of course, there's the fire hazard as well of keeping it watered and things of that nature. Am I wrong? Oh, I'm, no, I'm sure, you know, it's, um, yeah, if, if it gets, if you have those hot, well, the lights, I mean, everything is safer these days, That's right. but That's you, true. you still need to be mindful. And well, I would, a big hazard right now would be, um, with a, an artificial or a real tree are the pets eating the ornaments. <laughs> I was just going to say, and Melissa, let's talk about the pets who crawl up the tree and knock it over and knock, knock your loved one down because they wanted to get up there and get that to that tree. Right. That is so funny. Yeah. Tell us about that. I don't have pets. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. But it's funny. The, um, there's that distinct sound of a ball ornament falling to the ground and bouncing, right? Luckily these days, mine aren't breakable. You know, they more, they bounce, but Mm -hmm. sure enough, speaking of pets, it's like I beckon them and now both the dog and the cat are are now joining me. So hopefully you won't hear them on the other side of this podcast, but yes, the fuzzy love is all around, but they, the cat would knock it off and you'd hear this boink, 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 boink. And then it, (laughs) You know, the little um, hook that's attached to it would kind of dangle and, and you'd hear it like spinning all over the hardwood floors. The cats love it. I mean, I have my cats, they go up under the tree. They get cat hair <clears throat> all over the um, the tree. What is that skirt? And look up in the lights and just play with the balls. So even though it's a frustration, it's actually fun to see them enjoying it. But yeah, the and not, not let the dog get the ornaments, the sacred ornaments that get chewed up. <laughs> it's, again, it's something to distract us from the heaviness of the season. It's normal, right? Hey, pets getting into the Christmas tree is feels normal. Just but part it, of it. It's just part of it. So, but yeah, for those of you out there with an older adult um, navigating the trees, you might, and you know, there's a cat that could potentially bring down that tree or make it a bigger hazard for them. Keep that in mind too. Pet proof it. (laughs) And maybe baby proof it if you're going to have grandchildren come over. Yes. Or great grandchildren who are small and they're in awe of it. I, uh, 
I was at Costco yesterday and they have their trees up and there was a sweet baby in a stroller. He was with his grandparents and they would turn him to face the trees and his face was just fabulous. The, Mm. so the excitement and the eyes lighting up and that, that, that to me is what the decorations are all about. Yep. Yep. Because we all have that in us still, you know, we all have that childlike wonder where we can just appreciate something that glitters and sparkles. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. All right. So folks, stay safe this holiday season, you know, both from the virus and from dangerous ornaments. (laughs) And and just hang on to the small joys that will make this feel as normal as can be. We're going to be known as the Grinches of the Daughters on Fire. (laughs) We're not Grinches. We don't want to steal Christmas. (laughs) We want to give it to you in a safe, digestible, whatever. Wrapped up package. Thank you. <laughs> we don't want you to digest it. That's that's what we talked about. That's one of the hazards. We're going to wrap it up before this goes truly off the rails. <laughs> All right. So, happy decorating. Yes. Bye, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and ask that you subscribe to this podcast. If you find this podcast helpful, please leave a review so we can reach more women like you. You are not alone on your journey and the Fire Tribe is here to support you. Check us out at DaughtersOnFire.com and our Facebook group for more support and resources. Until next time, remember, you are the fire that fuels the engine of life.